This is the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Behrens. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today, we will be unpacking the difference between standards, the ecosystem, and ego through various ways. And it's going to lead us to talking about today's modern Western woman. Saying Western woman feels very hotepish. I, I just mean we going to talk about the bitches. <laughs> Enjoy. It's been a minute. One thing I try to be very cognitive of is knowing the difference between when something's my ego and when something's my standard. And then when something's just, yeah, Lyle, it's fucked up, but this is just how things are. And those three things can kind of get blurred. And if I stay too much in my ego or even my standard I can miss out on experiences opportunities but if I go too much in the well this is just how things are and you just got to deal with it I can I can end up not liking myself because I've had phases in life where especially when I was living in the Bay Area I just wanted to be out and I wanted to be around people because when I first got there, I really, when I first got there with like 13, I had like more bad days and good days. And I just, I was going to these charter schools and I just didn't like a lot of what was around. I didn't like what was around in the neighborhood. I didn't like what was at the school. I didn't like what was at the basketball courts. And this is going to be crazy to say, but like at fucking 13, 14 years old, Coming from L.A. to Oakland, I was like, I'm around a lot of low vibrational motherfuckers. <laughs> it was like the first time I just remember feeling like, oh, I'm fucking smarter than everybody. Because like in L.A., I never really I felt like I knew some shit, but I never really felt like I was smarter than so many people around me. I felt like oh, I'm just a nigga around here now in L.A. Like I've, I feel smarter than like a lot of people in society now. But that's like, you know, that shit was earned. Um, <clears throat> With that said, though. I try to be aware. <clears throat> it's funny. I was in um, I was hanging out with this chick in Canada, that in Montreal when I was out there because I was in Montreal for like, for like uh like three days. About I was hanging out with this chick that like another comic linked me up. If you want to know the relation, so if you've seen the episode of The Sopranos when Christopher dies. By the way, show's been over for 20 years. Fuck it. It's not a fucking spoiler at this point. It's like it's like talking about, you know, when uh, Sonny gets shot up at the toll booth in Godfather. It's like, this is iconic shit. If you haven't seen this shit, it's... it's fuck you, okay? There's no spoiler. Once, like, once, like, a show's season finale... No, I mean, not season finale. Once a TV show's series finale has been at least 10 years, there's no spoilers. Anyways... So the episode of The Sopranos when Tony's like, yo, uh, Chris dies. And then he's like, oh, I got to get out of here and handle some Christopher business in Vegas. And Chris had no business in Vegas. He just had to say why he was going to Vegas because he just wanted to get away from all like the fucking grieving and the depression. And then he went to go tell uh, Chris's um, lady friend he had out there. Like, hey, just so you know, um, he died. And, like, I think he did it because Chris was like, 
yeah, if you're ever out there, look her up. And then it was like, Tony's like, maybe fucking this bitch will make me feel better. <laughs> maybe fucking, like, maybe have some pussy he had. Like, it's, I should have fucked Adriana. I don't know. But anyways, it would, how they're like, hey, if you're ever out there, hit this girl up. Like, it's, it, yeah, I fucked her, but it's all good. Hit her up. So a comic did that in Montreal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fu-. He didn't tell me he fucked her. Like, I, I could put two and two. Like, I looked at her. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he fucked her. <laughs> And then, it, you know, we we kicked it. Um, but we was like, it's a cool lady. And, um... Because <laughs> she, like, really thinks she's, she's, like... She really, like, is, like, I'm a dime. Yeah, but she but she's, like, older. She's, like, 45, something like that. And it was funny, like... And she's a good-looking woman. And it was funny. She said... Let's call my friend Bobby. She said, don't I look like somebody Bobby would know? And then she all, like, stuck her ass and her titties out while she was sitting down. And I was, and I was, I was, I was blushing. Um, it was like, yes, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you do. Anyways, um, let's call her Heather. So Heather, like, told me that she, like, ran a restaurant. And, um, <coughs> I was like... She was like, yeah, running that restaurant, I found myself, like, hating my customers, like, especially my regulars. They would come in all the time, and I'd know so much about them, and just the routine, and I was just like, I fucking hate these people. Like, I really hated them, and it's like, I really, I really get tired of people, and I just don't like a lot of people. And I'm like, but you're out a lot, and you know a lot of people. Like, what's, why do you do that? And she said, because otherwise, you're just at home, and life passes you by and you're just sitting at home and dealing with people I don't like and putting up with things and being quiet and whatever is better than the alternative of sitting at home and life passing me by fair enough so anyways there's a thing that like really really pisses me off this, cause, and this happens with like, this has happened with a lot of dudes in the Bay Area, especially guys where like they had an interest in stand up comedy or they was kind of around stand up but never did it, or they dabbled in some other art form, maybe music production. I mean, I say music, niggas was making beats in their bedroom, niggas was making rap songs in their bedroom, them niggas joined some non profit film programs and didn't even come within an inch of fucking Ryan Coogler because fucking Ryan Coogler was like going to USC and Sacramento State and like he was actually doing shit. He wasn't like dicking around trying to use cameras to like make some bullshit he scribbled on a notepad when he was fucking high out of his mind. My elitism is really coming out, but it's earned. So one thing I don't like is when niggas have been, like, in and out. Because, like, the Bay Area is a place where it's, like, you can look like you doing shit, even though you ain't doing shit. Like, yeah, man, we doing this thing. We do, you know, it's community, it's community. It's like, you guys, are just anybody can sign up. Anybody can do this. So it's like, if you're actually about something and doing something, like, the thing that I would hate is, like, a nigga that's, like, maybe performed his little rap song four times thinks he's equal to me. Like I or somebody that like 
you know, did like some little art gallery and where like everybody gets to put their art up and you could come by and it's like, oh, you you put up a portrait of black Bart Simpson and you think you're the same as me, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> like we're not, don't, don't do that. So, um, <laughs> why are you only talking about the black ones? All right. Like you, you put up some Aztec shit in our gallery and now you think you're the same as me. You know what the fuck I mean? Like, it's, why don't you do the white boys? All right, fine. Um, you designed a shitty beer can and you think you're the same as me <laughs> yeah you know the, like the first amendment yeah yeah I did I did their design yeah no and I DJ too yeah, yeah. no laptop yeah 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 it's like you're not the fucking same as me so anyways I, I, I'm saying a lot to say what I really want to say I don't like when people go like yo you still doing your comedy thing so you, you still doing stand up and I remember this one dude and he was somebody Ezra One of like Like when I think about like the biggest bitch ass niggas From the Bay Area that I know Is like Troy's number one Ezra's like Probably number two to three So Ezra was this dude I'm not gonna say how I knew him But he would like And he would try to rap And like you know He was actually He was actually decent You know Unlike Troy He was actually decent But so Ezra was like but he he did main like backpacker rap, so it was like <laughs> it was shit where it's just like, oh, you you, you talented, you can stay on beat, and kind of sounds like you recorded this in a studio. But it's like nobody wants to hear a nigga rapping about rapping or what. <laughs> anyway, so Ezra would hit me up like, yo, when you going into the, yo, when you doing your comedy thing? And every time he would get on the train with me, and then he would get off because his bitch called him, and it's like what a fucking loser, right? And then he hit me up at being like, yo, you still doing your comedy thing? And I was like, and I responded with a very annoyed message back and he's like well it's not like you're doing vlad tv interviews and it just really pissed me off because it's like so vlad tv is like the standard for comedians like it's like like that's that's your standard for if somebody's doing comedy or not that's your get the fuck out of here it's like it's you know so this dude he hit me up and this kid i'm not gonna say his name but it's he's walked in and out of comedy a bunch of times and he hit me up and he said he was like yo i'm back and i said for three months and you're gonna disappear again and he thought i still lived in oakland that's how long he's been away because i've been like i've been in la since like 2021 right late 2021 so anyways hit me up and he's like yo like like we was making like a little small talk and he said, uh, yo, you still, you still rocking? You still doing stand up?" And I said, I'm highly offended that you asked. And he's like, all right, my bad, man. You know, I'm just, I figured you was. And I was like, and I told him, look, I'm very fond of your personality. So I'm nicer to you than I am to other niggas because you got a great personality. You got, and I'm, I'm very objective, objective. I'm like, you actually have a better personality than my black ass. But here, here's why I fucking don't like it. Because it's like all the work a nigga puts in, it's like, and I'm saying it's like my numbers ain't like my numbers on social media ain't crazy, my numbers on this podcast ain't crazy, my numbers on uh my YouTube ain't crazy, even though like I've some videos have like really hit, you know my numbers on uh <coughs> all across platforms TikTok whatever, it's it's all like very, <coughs> it's all very modest. 
but it's also like it's I'm obviously doing something and there's obviously some engagement and there's obviously fans and there's obviously people that give a fuck you know it's like my my followers to following ratio isn't like oh well that doesn't count like it's obviously like there's something here and because I think about like why does that question offend me somebody being like yo you still doing stand-up and it offends me because it's like all the fucking work I put in it's like a nigga got a fucking album that charted the top of the iTunes comedy charts a nigga got fucking mini specials on YouTube multiple like throughout the years 2012 fucking uh 20 what was uh like 22 23 something like that yeah 23 2 and 23 I'm I'm probably gonna what I did in Columbus it's not I'm not gonna consider it special but it's just footage of me doing an hour I'm probably gonna drop it you know soon so it's like there's all this like fucking footage there's all these reels all these shorts there's all these podcasts there's all these flyers all these ticket links there's so much fucking like my digital footprint my shit fuck up my digital footprint my carbon footprint there's so much stuff that says this nigga is a working stand this man is a working stand-up comedian you feel me and it's like there's all these flies so to ask me like yo you still doing it and it's like when you it's also like how you ask me because i would rather nigga be like yo how's i'd rather somebody be like yo how's comedy going so you 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 been on the road, man? Man, what's up? Where, where where your shows been at? I would rather you ask me that than being like, yo, you still doing comedy? Because you asking me that shit in the same way of like, yo, 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 you 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 still making rap songs in your bedroom? Yo, yo, you still you still playing ball at Mosswood Park? Yo, yo, you still doing your little? <laughs> it's like I get paid. This is my fucking job. Like I've really. I have really put in the motherfucking work, you know. So when people, so when people like come at me with um, them types of questions, like <coughs> it just really bothers my ego. And it's funny, I I, saw, I seen this interview where Vince Staples was was like, "Unless you sway, I'm not doing a freestyle." <coughs> Even though he did a freestyle on the, uh, what was it, the Baker Boys, something like that. Because that's LA, he has to. Because if Cole did a freestyle there, he got to do a freestyle. But Vince is like, niggas being like, yo, I know you got you just drop an album with 18 songs you trying to eat off of. But I need a freestyle. And Vince was like, I mean, like, that shit is so coonery me, dog. It's like, you don't be asking them white artists like... Yo, give me some shit off the top of the head, but you're going to do that to the niggas if you don't get the fuck out of here. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I got all. The, it's like the same thing with somebody's like, oh, you do comedy. Well, let me hear a little something. It's like, nigga, go, you got enough free shit, nigga. There's plenty of free material that you can fucking assess and decide if you like me or not. Like, fuck that. And that's something where I'm like. Now is that me having an ego? Is that me having a standard, or is that something that I just have to accept? And the reason that like I got such an ego about it, or it's just such a standard where I'm like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, is because it's like, when you're like a, 
a grassroots, independent, mom and pop, whatever you want to call it. I hate the term starving artist because it's just it's just kind of condescending. It's just kind of saying like you broke ass nigga. Like I got a I got a white cousin, not by blood, but by like an in law white cousin, and his, his name's James, and he's like a really what like he talks like this. Oh, god, doggone it! And he's like my age, and he fucking talks like that. And uh, he says, and he said it to me when I was like hungover. He's like, yeah, so so how's it being, you know, being a starving artist? I'm like, nigga, what the fuck did you just say? If I don't smack the shit out, but I mean, I, he, he he a good kid, but you know. <clears throat> but it's like the things that people take advantage of, like people message you like, yo, I don't know where the front entrance is. It's like you're you're abusing the fact that you have access to me. It's like if if you pulled up to like. If you put up to like see Mike Epps or or D'Angelo, I'm trying to think of like an artist that like wouldn't be doing a stadium. It's like something bigger than like a club, club, but like not a stadium. Like you pulling up to some theater, like oh man, I don't know where parking's at. It's like nigga, figure that shit out. I gotta get in my fucking head. I'm like, I'm thinking about what the fuck I'm gonna do on stage tonight, night, and, and you need help with directions. If you know what time do you go up, nigga, you know what time the show starts. Don't ask me like, just don't fucking come, bro. You feel me? So it's like there's a there's an ego for that, and then it's also just like you nigga like don't tell a joke for me or like yo you still it or like just these very kind of basic questions that people ask. It's like you're not fucking. By the way, by the way, when somebody asks you like more than one question about like a show, they're not fucking coming. Okay, so okay, so how do I get tickets again? Okay, so if like they ask you more than. I'll I'll forgive what time do you go on and counter with we never know, so just get there on time. But if they ask if they ask anything other than what's the ticket link or can I get tickets at the door, they're not fucking coming. Point blank period. But so what? It, it, it's funny because like my mom was like telling me about like because there's this dude that like she sees um. I don't want to talk too much about my because my mom doesn't like when I talk about her on here. But th- there's a colleague that she doesn't she sees a few times a year because he he's in the Midwest and she's like, oh, yeah, like he was saying he really wants to see you. And I've been hearing about this nigga since like 2012, 2013. She's like, yeah, when in this guy, he lives in Milwaukee. And she's like, yeah, he said, like, if Lyles ever has a show in Milwaukee, or Chicago, let him know I was in Chicago from Thursday through Sunday, I did. I Thursday show was like an 11 p.m. show, but I was at the club. We had one show. We had two shows Friday, three shows Saturday, one show Sunday. I did six shows in Chicago. That motherfucker ain't show up. Then I did a show in Milwaukee in 2000. Uh, fucking last, I did a show in Milwaukee in October. That motherfucker ain't show up. So it's like. <sighs> And then I talked to my mom again. She was like, yeah, he, he was saying, like, you know, yeah, your son. I'm like, why are you telling me? Just send him my information. Stop telling me this nigga wants to see me when he's never showed up. Why do I have to keep hearing about this guy? And she's like, okay, okay. Just, you know, people get excited. I won't tell you. I'm like, thank you. I cannot take this anymore. Like, I can't. I mean, because it's also like it, it, it 
it gets your hopes up, and then it's also like what kind? Not that like I'm counting on like one motherfucker that like my mom knows to show up, but it's like in general what it does. It's really just a ripple effect of other annoying people. What it does is it puts you in this space, right? Where, well, especially well, because what we have to do is like ticket sales really matter to us. Like there's somebody that actually listens to this podcast, and he was like, "Yo, um, me and my boys, we want to get tickets," and like he got a. I gave him a promo code for comp tickets because it's like, it didn't mean nothing to me. <coughs> yeah, I was I was making money off of a bar percentage and it was some shit where I was just working out. So I was like, yeah, pull up. <laughs> but it was like he, him being there like actually mattered because it's like it, it's limited space, limited tickets up. You got them for free. And then he was like, yeah, uh, I didn't show up. But my boys ain't showing up. You know, I had a thing. And it's just like, this is why I'm not, because the Bay Area is too flaky, they're too flighty. I'm not fucking doing it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going back there until like I'm, I'm not going back there until motherfuckers are begging and I could charge thirty dollars. Other than that, fuck it. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's just something that really, really drains my life. And it's something where it's like, is that ego? But just I can't. But I'm also like, does it really matter though? Does it really fucking matter what it is? If it's ego or it's a standard or just how things are, I don't want to deal with it because it's very low vibrational to me. And I'm in a space where I know I have this habit a lot of saying like, I'm in a space right now, but I really am. I'm at a point. I'm in a space. I'm in my era. Like, but I'm like really at this point now where it's like it's certain things I just can't fucking take what I said I had this other thing recently so I did this show and met this girl and she's like very she's you know age appropriate 27 years old, beautiful Mexican girl, excellent rack. What's her body type, Lyle? She was thin. She was like, she eats a lot of fucking salads, clearly. Like, she was, like, she's like, guys would get excited by her presence. Like, if she, well, she does work in an office. So, say she's like the new girl in an office, you know, or she's, uh, for you blue collar motherfuckers, Say she's in a bar or a construction, you know, she, she's working at a pizza shop. You got like guys will be like, oh, hello, hello. You know, like how in the office and like, like Pam ain't even fine, but motherfuckers like, oh, Pam, Pam, Pam. And it's like, nigga, I would have fucked Angela before Pam. I actually kind of think it's racist that Jim was like, he chose Pam over Karen. Outside of the f- fact that like Pam just fucking sucks. Is like Karen was like she looked good. I mean, you know, Quincy, Quincy Jones' daughter. I mean, all them little fucking like nepo baby from like Black Hollywood royalty, biracial, interracial marriages. Is fine. You know, fucking Rashida Jones is fine. Tracy Tracy Ross is fine. Like all them is like, especially because it's like it, it, you know, it's not like. They're not like Beyonce. We're like, oh shit! Like it's kind of more like a, it kind of more sneaks up on you. Like, like you, like you watch a few episodes and you're like, yo, Tracy got a fat ass, and like, oh shit, or like, 
yo, Rashida's like really pretty. Like, anyways, this this girl, she works in a fucking office. Like, you, or, or she works in like a a place where there's maybe like four women, and like one is kind of cool, but a few people fucked. One is like fucking annoying and married. Another's just like super boring and kind of sucks, and then one's just like old or fat. And then this chick is like the new girl there. Everybody, everybody will be like clit riding her for like the next few months, just to give you an idea of like what she looks like. Like your average pretty Mexican girl in L.A. Like, yeah. Anyway, so she hit me up. She's like, "Yo, if you want to hang out, hit a bar sometime." And she, and she's like twenty seven. So she's born in like 97. So she like younger girls like like older guys and confident older guys, especially because me, I'm at a point where it's like I I put out sexual energy, but it's not I'm not directing it towards anybody. It's just there. You feel me? Because like what young guys will kind of direct their sexual energy, but like older, confident dudes, it's just kind of we just are like we're not trying. We just are. So. We exchanged information, and um, she's like, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm at this bar, da, da, da. Well, I'm at this bar, who cares? And then I'm like, yo, pull up to the crib. And then she says, uh, this is, me, and me and Gabe Pacheco, <coughs> we did a podcast about this. The, what was the episode? Hoish text. In a hoish text, right? <coughs> when a girl sends you text, and it's just kind of like all over the place, and it's like, yeah, so like, here's an example of a hoish text. Like, I'm paraphrasing what Gabe Pacheco said, but a hoish text is like, you meet a chick, and then you like, she's like, oh yeah, so so I lost my phone, and I was at this protest, and then like my friend got arrested, and then we lost Ashley, oh my god, no, I know I was supposed to be there, but then this thing happened, and I had to go over here, and then my friend was with this creep, and it's like, it's all this, it's like, bitch, we had plans, like, I asked you a question, and then you tell me eight different things that has nothing to do with my question, and I kind of, am I texting a dope fiend, am I texting like, like, are you a fucking Adderall? Like, why can't you just answer this regular thing? So, a- after some back and forth, this is at 1.32 a.m. And she's like, I'm about to get a ride. Let me pick up my jar and I'll pull up. And I'm like, is she bringing weed? Like, what is... And I text her my address. And then this is where we get in the hoish text territory. She said, cool, I'll call you when I'm close. Might be from a different number, though, because my microphone doesn't work. Ha, 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 ha. And I, I was, like, kind of drinking. I'm like, wait, your mic? Wait, this bitch phone don't work? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't just tell. <laughs> and she, she has, a, like, the first thing she said was, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I got a job at this, um, at this law firm. And, like, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, as they're like, how much money do you want to make? And then she, I told them, and then they're like, okay. And then right as soon as I get to the lobby, they're like, okay, uh, will you accept such and shuts? And it was more than what I said. I'm like, damn, okay. So I'm like, she has money. And like, I, I, I'm not going to say the area of LA that she lives in, but she lives in an area that's like, it's, it's nice. 
it's not it's not like so nice where it's hard to believe that she lives there but it's like nice enough to the point where like it's she's not struggling well she's struggling but it's like by choice obviously so then another host I said I'm a knockout so like at 4.30am I'm a night owl I said I'm a knockout if I don't hear from you soon she said phone slow sorry I thought I was gonna get a ride stuck and I'm like do you not have a do you not have Uber? Did you get kicked off of Uber? Like what happened? By the way, when I met her, she was like, "Yeah, I lived like the nomad life. I was like in a van and the van broke down in Colorado, so I flew back to LA." And I'm like, "You didn't get it fixed. You didn't you just, and like just the nomad life thing I found very off-putting. It's like, "Oh, that pussy had to be stanking on the road." Like you just I don't just the idea of like there are two things that women can do that I just find very they just get my dick soft and this is two things it's I see these YouTube videos about like nomad life and it's like uh you even it's like uh you living on a boat you living on a fucking you living out of like a van it's just I don't know just something real sexy like and then I had to take out the poop bucket out the RV like uh this is gross this bitch like a little a mobile farmhand. This is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and the other thing is when a, when a woman plays the drums or the bass, like this is kind of gross to me. That's just that because when a girl plays the drums, it's like stop all that racket. Maybe that's just a little petty. But when a girl like lives a nomad life, it's like yuck. Um. Then she hits me up about like some birthday party, and that's also like a thing. Like, whenever a girl like is just talking about birthday parties, it's just like I just feel like some bullshit's coming. Like I'm at this birthday party, like and no, and it's like I got homies and I go to their birthdays and like I celebrate my niggas' birthdays because it's like when you got people that you fuck with, it's important to celebrate their birthdays. And I don't think this is me being petty, but like. There again, there's just something kind of hoish. There's just something real, like untrustworthy. When he goes, so I'm at a birthday right now. It's like, uh, and you just met them, and it's not a timing issue. And I, I'm trying to put my finger on it so I can unpack it. Okay, well, okay, so. I said, what time you getting there? She said, or just come through, scoop me up. We'll find something to do if you want. I'm here right now. And I'm like, oh, that's odd. And I'm just, and I was just kind of like, okay, I met this girl one time. And I'm going to walk into some like birthday and I, the bar that they're at, I've been there before. Like it's, it's a cool spot, <coughs> but I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I don't really want to do that. And then this is where like it gets things start getting extra weird so I I said to her I'm a planner I'm 33 lol she said LMFAO I feel you alright so check it I work every single day I'm free by 3 usually that's a it's kind of an odd schedule for working at a law firm but okay she said alright so check it I work every single day I'm free by 3 usually not really up for bars low key other than birthdays and whatnot. if you want to grab a bite 
smoke, I'm super down. We could even do something super low-key like pick up food and head back to your place to just smoke and talk for a bit. Let me know if that works for you and we'll plan something for another day. Like two days ahead usually helps me schedule myself accordingly. And I said something like, uh, sure. Then like the Super Bowl Sunday, she hits me up, which it's technically Monday because she hit me up at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. She hit me with a where you at text. And I said the crib where my ass is supposed to be. And she's like, LOL, true. And I'm like, and I said, where you at? And she said, LOL, I absolutely forgot Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl, to be honest. And I'm like, so you're asking me where I'm at, but you're not saying where you're at. I'm like, does this bitch need a fucking ride? Then she, then I'm like, did you wind up at a Super Bowl party? And then I said, just tell me when you want to come through. And then she says, and I'm like, then she says, scoop me up. Just got off. About to be home. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. This is Monday. So I'm like, anyway, so I said, just tell me when you want to come through. So then Monday at like four o'clock, I was just trying to start a conversation. I said, yo, because saying like, hello, hi, that didn't, she didn't feel worthy of such a greeting. (laughs) So on Monday I text her, I was like, yo, then she texts me, scoop me up, just got off work, about to be home in a bit. I said, I'm locked in and don't want to lose momentum. I'll call you an Uber, send Natty. She said, cool, just got home, going to shower, clean up in a bit. I'll shoot you a text. I said, okay, cool, looking forward. And that's around like four, that's around like four or five, that's like 4.30. Then at nine o'clock, because I was like so locked in with just editing and writing scripts and doing my thing. Nine o'clock, I'm like, I could go for a fuck. <laughs> I could go for a bitch or two. Nine o'clock, I said, you forget about me. Nothing. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess. I guess I'm going to have dinner now. Because black people, we eat dinner too late. That's why. That's why we got high blood pressure. Everybody else eats dinner at like like 6 p.m. Like, niggas beating at like 8 p.m. It's it's fucking shame. Anyway, so then Tuesday, 7 a.m., she texts me, nah, woke up at 4 a.m. In the morning, I fell asleep as soon as I got home. SMH, I told you at least 24 hour advance low key. Not good admit last minute things. Good morning. And I'm like, bitch, you said, I said yo, and you said scoop me up. You initiated. So I'm like, already, as, as the bitches her age say, she's gaslighting me. I'm being gaslit. <laughs> I told you I'm not good at last minute things. You fuck, I just said yo, and you said scoop me up. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I'm not going all the way. Like, you fucking come here. So then she sends me screenshots of three Instagram stories. This is where, like, it gets really, really fucking kooky. She sends me one Instagram story. And it's it's a screenshot. And it says, the sound of snoring. So she put a, she put a music track of snoring. And this is what she wrote on, a, on like, the screenshot of the Instagram story she sent me. She said... Y'all think I'm playing, LOL. I literally got home from work around 7 yesterday. Well, that's a lie because she said she got home around 4. So, so you're lying to me or you're lying to Instagram? Like what? It's one or the other because she said, yo, I'm about to get off work. She said, I'm off work at like 4. 
But then on the Instagram story, she said she got she got home from work around seven. So what? She probably got fucking shit faced at like a happy hour or something, which I imagine. But anyway, she said, "Y'all think I'm playing LOL? I literally got home from work around seven yesterday because she's probably like lying to eight other niggas." work around seven yesterday went straight to bed and slept my ass off woke up around four in the morning thirsty as fuck drank half a gallon of water and went back to sleep longest nap of my life i need like one more of those and i'm good though and then some bullshit emojis then she sent another emoji of what looks like her in like a a work outfit and then it's, it's she put like a big zz emoji and said and put big sleep calling and it's like alright that's that's kind of weird then she sent me an Instagram story of what looks like a, a salmon salad with some, some glass noodles I fucking hate glass noodles stupid bitch um, <laughs> such a good salad also everyone leave me alone for the next week or so I need sleep like a whole bunch of it low key activities only this week I love you. Bye. Okay, because you're so fucking in demand. And then she sent another text. Then <laughs> that was at 7 a.m. Then at 8.41 a.m. She said, I had all intentions of going, but I promise you on everything in my life, I really sat for like a second and fell asleep. Dead emojis. Me. You don't even say sorry or my apologies. My bad. I hate this bitch. My bad. My bad. This is what we're... My bad. Really. Here's... Okay. I'm gonna read the text. My bad. Nah. Woke up at four in the morning. I fell asleep soon as I got here. SMH. I told you. At least 24 hour advanced low key. Not good at last minute things. Good morning. (laughs) This fucking bitch! You fucking initiated this shit, you fucking asshole. Like, just, and you want to be picked up? Like, you. I think she's either got some stupid principle where she's like, well, people should just pick me up. Or I feel like she got banned from Uber and Lyft doing some shady shit with a credit card. That's what I really think happened. I really think, like, she was doing some shady shit with a credit card. Or she just, like,. But it's like, okay, wait, you have a phone and the speaker's broken. You don't have a car and you have, but it's like, she's all, and she obviously knows how to drive because she was like living the nomad life and she like born and raised in LA. And it's also kind of a red flag though, that she's like not mobile and her phone's not to get, her phone isn't working because she's got like a job in black and Mexican women that are like not slumming it, that are not like fucking baby mama hooded rats. Like she's eating salad. She's working at a law firm. She wanted to get out of out of L.A. Like she probably went to college. I'm imagining, or at least CC. So it's like she's not. This is something off because if she was just like some hood rat bitch, I'd be like, oh yeah, I I expect this. Wait, 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 why are you? 
oh, you at, you at this nigga's house and I got to fight him and take you out of there so I can fuck you up the ass? Okay, cool. Like, if it was some shit like that, it'd be like, okay. I fuck it. But it's like the fact that she's like a mem- she's like a functioning member, a functioning, contributing member of society. Well, obviously, obviously a fucking freeloader and bloodsucker. But she's got this other shit going on. It's like, and, but, and she's 27, like she's above 25. Because this whole like, I'm here, come get me. That's like shit like 21-year-old bitches do. And then niggas do it and they fucking pray to get some pussy out of it. And then just the whole, I told you I need 24 hours in advance. So it's like, you're not acknowledging that you fucking... That I just said, yo, and I was just trying to start a conversation about when we can link up. And then you said, yo, let's do it now. And then the good morning. And I'm like, oh, you you want me to say good morning back. Like, that's... Good morning. Like, like what are you, a fucking teacher? <laughs> like, So, here's what I said. I said, yeah, my bad doesn't work for me. I need, I'm sorry. Oh, well, and let me, before I read this text message that I said... So when I text the women, I have a general rule. And this, I am not good at this when I'm in a relationship. But if I'm not in a relationship with you, (coughs) I text women like my text message will be broadcast to the world. Especially as somebody that's a public figure. So whatever I send to a girl that I'm talking to, and especially if it's something where like I gotta fucking set a boundary or lay down the or lay down the law, you know, I make it so if a bunch of female comics, if a bunch of bookers, if my fans, if that I fucking love, if a girl, another girl that I was trying to fuck, whoever could potentially read that, I would be okay with them reading that out loud. That's like a rule that I have. And I think a lot of men should have, even though these women are really frustrating and you want to say other things and call them other things that, and, that they um, can earn. It's best to say would just talk about anyway, I'm just going to read it. I said, yeah, my bad doesn't work for me. I need I'm sorry as I actually made time for you and and canceled other plans. That's a lie, but you know whatever um (laughs) i texted you yo and then you texted me scoop me up i didn't i did not i didn't initiate us linking up yesterday you did you haven't really put in much effort you want me to come get you instead of driving or calling an uber yourself you don't really communicate with me i don't think you respect me or my time this is already becoming a headache i'm gonna tap out you're a beautiful girl and i wish you the best be well and she sent me um a two-piece finger emoji. And that's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Tell her. Because she could screenshot that, and it's like, what did I... Because I made it everything about what she did. I never call out her out her name. I never use profanity. I never... Um, uh, I talked about what actually happened. I talked about how she made me feel, but without saying you make me feel like this, because like Mexican girls, like if you talk about your feelings too early to a Mexican girl, she'd be like, fucking bitch. You know, so you can't do that shit. You, you fucking soft. Um, then I say, you're a beautiful girl and I wish you the best. So it's like I gave a compliment and I'm like, 
And also, and like saying you're a beautiful girl, I wish you the best. Like, bitch, when you grow up, you can fucking come around here and you know get your back blown out. But until then, keep it pushing. Especially like I'm fucking hosting. Like I'm down to call a car for you, you know, and and fucking send you back after I rearrange your guts, like and pour some wine for you and kick it. Like I'm, I'm a fucking nice guy. But anyways, so I bring up that situation again for like the way things are, standard, and then ego, because it's like, and she was like a really, really fucking, she was a, she was a beautiful girl, good looking, which makes, which makes sense why she thought this bullshit was acceptable, and why she like didn't take any accountability, and why she didn't acknowledge that she was the one that fucking started this whole shit to begin with in the first place. And it's like, I don't think she ne- she never heard no shit like that before. I don't think she never had anybody be like, yo, you fucking up right now. Because, you know, I dated this this chick, and she had this sister that was, that was also born in 1997. And she kind of hid behind, like, they, a lot of people let her hide behind, like, mental health and uh, bipolar. And it's just like, this girl was like a fucking bitch like she was just like how are you a fucking human being like one of those people where I'm just like yo how how are you a human being and by the way this is a girl like I casually dated so I didn't spend a lot of time around her sister or even the girl I dated didn't know either of them that well but from the limited time that I spent like you ever be around somebody and you're like oh this person is so whack I'm never gonna forget them I got a few people like that in my life where it's like yo you so fucking whack I'm never gonna fucking forget you so and I'm not saying that like you know like oh all girls born in 1997 just fucking send them to Saudi Arabia like I'm not saying whatever happens happens I'm not saying that that's mean what I'm saying is cause I also like like um when I when I got out of like uh my last relationship, my very first, and I was setting it up while I was still in the relationship because I'm like, you know, you you kind of see the signs on the wall. And you're like, all right, let me let me get a little pussy parachute ready. And this shit was born in 1997, and she was awesome. She also didn't like, she didn't want to pay for shit either. Can I tell you, like, I think bitches born in 1997 are bums. Chicks born in 1997 are fucking losers. I just got to say that. Even though, like, I know I'm, like, an older guy, and I'm so... Okay, can I tell you, like, the, my favorite girl I ever fucked, born in 1995, and she was in college, and she's like, look, I want to pay for something, but I'm, like, a broke bitch, and I was I was in town for, like, a wedding and a show that I lined up, so I... And she would come, and, like, i pay dinner, drinks, whatever, and she just, like, really felt bad, and she was like, I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage of you, though. And I'm like, you good. Like, you were, like, you in school, like, you doing your thing. And then um, she was like, okay, well, I'm coming over right now. And I'm bringing my laptop so I can get some work done in your room. I'm like, all right, cool. And she's like, and I'm like, get me a blue Gatorade. And she's like, that I can do. 
and she brings me a bunch of blue Gatorades because I'm like, I'm gonna need them blue Gatorades after I rearrange your guts. And then, uh, and she got me like a, and then she got me like a few drinks here and there. And ninety five class act. I, I'm just saying, I have like three examples of bitches born in nineteen ninety seven just being like the worst motherfuckers on earth, right? I think like these new girls, I mean, it's just women in general though are just becoming even bitches born in like the 80s. Like women don't want to pay for shit anymore. It's just like I don't want to turn this into like a fucking like a a a high misogyny level podcast right now. But it's just really astonishing like how Cause I got no problem buying a bitch a drink in the same way. It was like, "What's up? You want a drink? Let's do one." Cause it's getting a drink for it's just festive and it, it's bar. Like I'm very much a part of. I've been very integrated in bar culture from being a comedian that likes to blow off steam after a show. So it's like buying like if you buy me a drink, it's not a big deal. If I buy you a drink, it's not a big deal. Like I don't really trip off buying drinks. It's like it's what we do. We out. But it's like when you don't like reciprocate that, or it's kind of like you can't get the next round or you kind of feel entitled or I got to nudge you to get the next round. It's like, I don't want to be around you. Like that's kind of, it's kind of gross. It is. This is also like everybody should have somebody that teaches them how to drink. And the problem is that girls don't be having no big homies. But anyways, so I obviously could have fucked that girl, but I would have had to be cool with, putting up with like a lot of bullshit and shit that just felt very like sketchy and shady it's just it's like oh your phone doesn't work you know a car you had a birthday i can come through any like there's just so much shit within that text exchange where i just like i'm out i don't even want to see because it was getting to the point where i'm like i'm already starting to dislike you so much that like i don't think i'm gonna like your pussy and it's not to the point, it, it's like, I can't hate fuck, because I've hate fuck girls before, where it's like, I've been on a date with him, I'm just like, oh, I really don't like you, and I really just want to fuck the shit out of you, because you keep talking about yourself, and like, I find that very off-putting, when people talk about them, I mean, I realize the irony of it, but it's like, I'm obviously a big listener as well, <laughs> but it's like, I've like, but it's like, the motivation for me to hate fuck a girl, <coughs> and not like, really hate fuck a girl, but just like, I don't like you when I want to fuck the shit out you because like there's you're still physically attractive, but I don't like your personality. And then that's going to it does something for me, you know, whereas opposed to you're being very difficult about communication and linking up. It's like I don't it's like I can't even get a hate. Like, I don't even want to fuck you now. I'm really what I'm asking is since when did all girls become bums? Girls are like, because the thing is, girls used to have their shit together more than men. That was the thing that made women so fly is because it's like women throughout history, women have always matured faster than than men. Girl, females have matured faster than males. Okay, um, and now sort of, and like women are like you know more educated than men in America. I think, what is it like, like the most educated group in America is black women, something like that. Like, 
so women have always, you know, and you know, the black woman is the black woman is earth, you know. I'm not gonna say the black woman is God because you know they even they need to chill out sometimes. <laughs> But you know, it's like <laughs> Nah, but no seriousness though. Um like women have typically have their shit together and I'm just and this is like across the board. Black women, Latina women, white women. I'm just women have always been like kind of flaky and whatever, but I'm noticing this trend of women just not wanting to reciprocate, not like Cause this is my, th- I'm like, I remember I had, had a date with this chick and she was like older and it was like a, a very, it was like, it was basically a sex date. It was a sex date. I was like 24. She was like 37 and she said she was born the same year as Ray Allen. I remember telling her that 1975 or 76, whatever. So we had, so she said something like, um, you pay for the hotel room and I'll pay for food and drinks. I said bet. And then she was like taking too long to get ready. And I just, I just really wanted to have sex. So I just paid for all our food and drinks. And I said, yo, would it be cool if, um, I already like took care of all this. Would you be good just to split the hotel? And she's like, yeah, sure. It's all good. So shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was on a date with this shit and she was just fucking pain in the ass. But like, I remember, uh, but I, a great time, great time after the date, even though she's like a pain in the ass. Like, and I, I was like, uh, <coughs> Bill came, it was something like, Bill was like 210. Cause it, you know, my taste, I picked spot like that. That's all, that's all on me. So Bill was like $210. And then she's like, um, Do you want me to pitch in? I'm like, nah, you good. I got it. And she was just like, oh, shit. And she's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. Wow, okay. Well, and I say, you got tip? And she's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, you tip him 25%. And, uh, but, you know, it's like, like, just like, but it's like, girls don't even want to do it. It's just so fucking... I don't know. It's really, like, like I'd be out here like, how am I supposed to find a wife amongst these bitches? Okay, now now this pot is kind of just getting into me being like, oh, like I don't want to. I want to speak with purpose here. But anyways, the point that I'm making is like, I obviously could have fucked this girl and like would have enjoyed it, but it got to the point where it's like she's so fucking annoying. Like I didn't even want the pussy by that point. And what I'm getting at is, now is that a thing? Where that's my ego. That is definitely not my. That's a situation that's not ego. Now, there's standards. Now, is that like my standard? Like, no, I need a girl to. Da, 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 da. Or, because my fear is like, this is just a game and that's something I'm going to have to accept. And it really scares me the idea that she's 27 and acting like that. Because I remember. You know, being 27 and having a 22-year-old girl that knew better. I remember being 
you know, 28, 27, 28, and having a 25-year-old girl that knew better. I remember being 23 and having a 19-year-old girl that knew better. So, like, I've been the older dude with the younger chick before. And it's getting to the point where these bitches have no fucking class and they just want everything handed to them from men. And like, here's my issue with it, though. Here's my issue with it is like they're not fucking. You know what I don't like about it is. It's implied tricking. The problem is we normalize sex work so much to the point where bitches is selling implied pussy. We normalize sex work so much to the point bitches is trying to sell implied pussy, but they're not really selling pussy. Because my thing is, if you and I'm not going to say sex work, sex worker, because you're a fucking pro like, let's call it what it is. OK, you are a prostitute. You are a hooker. You are an OnlyFans girl. You are. I just don't like me like sex work. It's all the same thing because it's like, let's be honest. Some chubby bitch showing her fucking titties on a paywall is not the same thing as a bitch walking up and down International Boulevard in East Oakland or wherever they do pimping at in Detroit or wherever the fuck they do pimping at in Memphis or. Uh, and that is not the same thing as a fucking, you know, three grand a session, you know, dominatrix in Manhattan. And that is not the same thing as a stripper. Like this is not. So I just don't like this whole, it's all sex work. It's like, no, it's not, not all sex work is equal. It's like, it's entertainment. Like I can't be like, well, I'm, I'm not a comedian. I'm an entertainment. This is what I'm saying. Like, white feminism has ruined America. White feminism has ruined America. Because all this shit is just white feminism bullshit. It's all under the umbrella of white feminism. And white feminism is all under the umbrella of the white supremacy pyramid. And all that shit enables us to have any motherfucking fun that's all that's all all this shit comes down to but what i'm starting to be like is like is this just some shit that i need to accept this is like a very kind of but it's like i don't want to hate myself and i don't want to also like despite all the things i'm saying I don't want to hate women because I don't like women, but I don't want to hate them. And when I say I don't like women, it's like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't like that. I don't like a lot of things that women are comfortable doing. And like women don't like men and women don't like women. It's like, <coughs> you know, that's just, but I don't like hate women. Just like you fucking annoying. You're indecisive. You don't know what you want. You don't tell good stories. But there's, but I also love women. I love how nurturing women can be. I love how intuitive women can be. So it's like, I don't like you, but I love you. But it's getting to the point now where it's like, I'm starting to hate you. There's also this other chick that I met. And I mean, I don't want to, 
she, she's uh she's got a better character so i'm not gonna get into depth about my relationship with her but it's just something where i'm like hey, i don't think this is i don't really think we're, we're to work but she and she's a salvadorian chick and she's she's annoying but she's like got a good heart but i called her up when i was like really high and then she said like she said to me did you eat yet today I went, oh, oh my God, thank you for it. Like she just, she just fucking cared. And I was able to talk and she's, she, she's like a big talker, but she's also a big listener. But there's just other things that I, I don't want to get into because she's, she's a good chick. And like, she, uh, this is the good chicks. I'm not going to fucking put up, even if like I could get like some good, we could have some good laughs. Uh, fucking keep it to, you know keep it to my fucking private conversations because people that are nice to me they get treats <laughs> I, I watch too much Sopranos um, but yeah it, it's like we don't normalize I feel like we just don't normalize sex work so much to the point where you have so many women that they're like yeah I can do this little thing because, you know, I knew this one chick. This girl was also born because I dated another girl. And she told me that her sister, who was born in 1997, she was like, yeah, I just found out my sister is, like, in some chat. Like, there's some British guy. And my sister, like, you know, shows his feet and hangs out. And then he sends her, like, $400, $500. And they watch movies together. Like on like it was some like it wasn't Zoom it was some weird shit I can't remember what it was but and like she she sends him feet pics and he sends money and I'm like and they haven't fucked he lives all the way in Britain and like nothing's happened but like yeah she takes his money and he she gives him her time and I'm like. And I put all these things together, and all these bitches born in 1997, and I'm like, this really, really, because in 1997, it's kind of like the cutoff for being a millennial, you know, it's like, I think like 95, 96 is the cutoff for being a millennial, and then Gen Z is like 97, I want to say, 96, 97, so I say, I was to say, it's like, this scares me about where things are headed, but at the same time, I don't want to just make it like a 97 thing, even though I can get very, this is this is like the most Malcolm Gladwell part of me as a podcaster where I can get like very obsessed with like the, like, why does this inform this thing? I need to just take you behind the curtain of how I think. But, um, I also noticed this thing where like, it's been other girls I've met at show. So there's this other chick I met at the show and she's like this white hippie girl with a fat ass. And fucked up teeth. <laughs> and then she like. We met after the show. And like her friend looked way more my speed. You know. Uh, she, she was like. Latin-ish. Or Latin. Latin or Mediterranean something going on. Maybe Armenian. Whatever. She was like really pretty. And like they saw me at a show. <laughs> I'm not going to say where. But I was doing a weekend at a comedy club. And they were at the comedy club, and I was selling my merch. And they looked at the, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's twenty five dollars for a t shirt." And they're like, "Hmm," and they just really looked at it. And it's just like, "Oh god, you 
you just fucking saw me kill for half an hour and you all right you broke bitches but then like one of them got the one that got my instagram info was the one i wanted to fuck but then i looked at her instagram and she's got all these photos of her like burning man in the wood she's like one of those wanderlust girls and i'm like okay i've always wanted to tap one of these so we're messaging each other and then at one point she's like yo come come through the crib like let's smoke a blunt and i'm like bet and then i got really sick and i had some other shit and then i just it just didn't end up doing it that's how you know you don't had enough pussy like because i've got like a lot of things so i'm just like eh, i just didn't feel like dealing with that shit because sometimes you like you'll think you want pussy and you're gonna be like i'm good that's it i'm like in a space where it's like i just really don't want low vibrational things and i really want to fuck women that i really want to fuck even though it would have been nice to fuck her but I, yeah I had more pressing thing there's like a few women though where i'd be like Oh yeah, I uh, I don't care how sick I am. I don't care what's going. On. I don't care how tired I am. I'm gonna find a way to fuck you. But you know, none of those have come come around. Well, few of them have. Few. But so anyway, so that just doesn't work out. Then you know, like you know, I, I sent her some like, yeah, I sexed her some things, and, she, and I was like, yeah, you don't want to, whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And then I was, oh fuck it, like let me. <laughs> I actually gotta say this now. Let me let me pull up the actual message of of uh of what I said. Cause th- this is like this is the wildest shit, and this is something that like lives in my mind rent free that that I can't stop thinking about. So I texted her. She said she said, What you trying to do? And I said, Clap your clap your cheeks while you smoke a blunt. Oh well, yo, I'm a wild boy. I can't believe I fucking said that. I said that at 156 PM. So that means I was not drunk or drinking. And then I, I and then at 144 AM I texted her. I want to live in your pussy with my mouth and fingers. And then she said, you need to send me funds to talk to me like that. You should know that wet emoji. And I'm like, hold up. I can say I want to hit you from the back. But if I say I want to eat you out, I need to spend. (laughs) Bitch, what? (laughs) And then. Long story short, she ends up letting me know that she's got, um, then later, like, I don't know, I was responding to some stories later, blah, blah, blah. She lets me know that she's got OnlyFans, and, like, I look at the OnlyFans, and the OnlyFans was weak as fuck. I was like, hey, bitch, I'll give you, I'll give you $16, I don't give, yeah, fuck it. Like, like, let me see what you're working with. Like, let me see if this is, like, I'll, I, by the way, I love when a bitch has an OnlyFans, because one, it lets me know how serious to take her, and two, it's like, let me see if this is how much of a headache you're worth. Let me, like, just see the merchandise, and let me see what you think is sexy. Let me see what you think niggas like. So, on her Instagram page, th- dog, this, this is why... I, I mean, not on her Instagram page, on her OnlyFans page. This is, and also when a girl has OnlyFans, you can kind of have an idea for like 
how cool or how whack she is sexually. So I'm going to read this verbatim. Couple rules for this new page. No negotiations. Please respect my asking price. It's taken a lot of self-work to get to this point in my sexual expression, and I don't intend to share this side without a fair exchange for time and energy spent. Okay, I respect that. HXC request will be ignored if the compensation does not seem fair to me. Dick pick rating system. $65 for me to view the photo and rate you from 1 to 10. $80 for a voice memo response. $90 for a video response. Don't share my photos with the homies. I also kind of don't like this. She's a white bitch and she kind of talks like a nigga. Um... <sighs> oh yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let me break down why this shit is so whack. Okay, it's taking a lot of work to get to this point in my sexual expression. Like, you just show it's basically the same photos on our Instagram. It's like you have a photo of your bare ass on your Instagram, and like you have a, and then it's like, oh, you just show like a little titty on your fucking. It. It's the same shit. Like, there's nothing. And then, like, like the dick rating criteria that she got is just, like, that's something I never get. It's, like, I'm not, I, 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 I mean, I get guys, like, I get guys wanting to have a dominatrix session. I get guys wanting to be, like, I want a girl to piss on me. Like, there's plenty of things that, like, I'm not into that I get other men being into. But I just can't get, like, I'm going to pay this bitch to tell me what my dick, it's, like, they're going to lie, like, you think it's any women like, hmm, I'm a rated a three. <laughs> you want this motherfucker to spend more money? It's like, I don't know. If you're paying for a dick rating, it's just, it's just an odd thing. Anyways, so it was her. And then it was this other chick I met at a show. And this was in, um, well, I actually still want to, I really want to fuck her. So I'm not going to say where this was. Well, I didn't say where the other one was either. Because I still kind of want to fuck all of them. But I want to fuck them on my terms. Um, so it's this one bitch, right? And she, oh my nigga. Um, she had asked for that beautiful, beautiful black woman. Just fit ass, eyes, eyebrows. She was incredible. Oh my God. Oh, she just could, could I tell like so I have certain types within types. So it's like I have this is my type of white girl, this is my type of Latina, this is my type of black woman, this is my type of Asian girl. Okay, so my I just I let me just fucking tell you guys cuz this is a podcast we're hanging out. So my type of white girl is like I like an off-white chick. I like Mediterranean, so like Italian, uh Israeli, Armenian, uh, Ashkenazi Jewish, but you know, preferably leaning a little bit more towards Israel. That's not a political statement. It's a penis statement. <laughs> uh, with Latina, I like a gold bitch. I just like a golden ass Latina. You know, 
you know, probably gets like pale, you know, when she's like in the winter. But like she's just, just a very just nice golden little, little tortilla bitch. Um, this got like you know some some curly hair. I like the Latinas with like the, the straight. You know, I like I like a light darks. I like a a light skin tan Latin broad. Um, when it comes to my black women, I like a kind of like. I mean, I obviously love light skinned women. I love my light skinned women, but like I love a. I like like a medium brand, like chocolatey, like you know, in between light skin and like dark skin, just like a, a brown skin, red bone as they may call them. And like with some, with like just some kind of like big puppy dog eyes, and nice cheekbones and like just very like kind of like curly bouncy hair and uh, and then, then when it comes to my Asian women, I like, so like, I like my, you know what's funny? I like, I like, well, I like my Asian girls with a fat ass, but I like my Asian girls and my white girls to both kind of basically be like, yo, you could be Latina. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I love a transracial bitch. Um, but yeah, those are my types within types. Where it's like, I mean, those are my types within the races of like, you know, my. My preference. I mean, obviously, I like a woman with a fat ass and goes to the gym and perky tits and you know long leg like curves like that. Obviously, I like that. But anyways, this black woman fit the this red bone fit the bill. So we met, and I was like, "What's up? Like, you hang out sometime?" And then, she, like. And she's two hours outside of LA. I'm not gonna say where. You guys could probably deduce that. So she's like two hours outside of LA, north, south, east. Well, not west, but north, south, east doesn't matter. So she's like, "Yo, like we're messing with each other." She's like, "Wait, you're into me? Like what?" And she was just like, and then I found out she's from New Jersey. So I'm like, "Oh, no wonder you talking to me like you a gruff ass nigga. Like East Coast bitches are so fucking annoying." So, which now see that's who I want to hate fuck. I want to hate fuck an East Coast woman. Like that's something like oh god, you guys are just I fucking hate your personality. Let me I just want to shove your face face in a fucking pillow. Oh yeah, I do. So me and me and her are chatting, and then she tells me she's like, yeah, I'm like 45 years old. I'm like, I thought you were my age. That's how like I really thought she was like. 32, 33, 34. I thought she was in like early to mid 30s range. I did not think she'd be 45. And she tells me, I got a kid your age. So this is kind of weird. I was like, You have a 32, 33 year old son? And she's like, Yeah, I had a kid when I was 14. And I literally said to her, Bitch, that's your fault. And she's like, I know. Is that it? So anyways, we're going back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And then when I have days in Instagram DMs where I'm just feeling very bold. So I was like, yo. I sent her some like real sexual shit. And she's like, I was not expecting that. And then she sends me these 
aspects from a photo shoot. I'm like, this looks better than what I saw in person. And yes, I'm putting these to good use. Um, then she says to me, I'm looking for a sponsor. And I said, you could do better than a nigga comedian. <laughs> like, what is he? I'm a dirty night. I'm like a, I'll be in dirty comedy clubs. Like, what is he looking to be for? She's like, well, there's more of that. Like, you know, if you, if you want to sponsor me and it's like, hold up. You 45 years old and you looking for a fucking sponsor. Like this shit is, so that's what I mean. It's just all across the board with these bitches. It's all across race. And cause I know like there's a thing where black women feel like, you know, black men be shitting on black women or whatever, especially with the relationship podcast and whatever. I'm here to say it's white bitches. It's Mexican bitches. It's black bitches. Um, I don't know. I'm sure like the Asian hood rats is doing it, but like, I don't, that's like an area. I'm just, I can't, well, actually I did meet an Asian hood rat like that. And, San Francisco way back when and she was like thick and then she was like I need to be picked up I need this I need to go to this type of place but she was just you know anyways what I'm saying though is but that's like way pre-pandemic I'm saying where are we at now today in society I have just been meeting so many women that are like that's why so what I was talking about at the top of the pond so when I, I was hanging out with that chick in Montreal Heather it's hard. I got to remember these made up names I'd be giving people. <laughs> so I was hanging out with Heather and then we were like at this bar and it was her friend and then my friend, like when we were first like really hanging out. And then I was like, oh yeah, I got this. Don't worry. Especially because with that exchange rate, I was like, oh, I'm balling out here. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm. I'm making my last city money. I'm making my my fucking tour Canada money. I'm selling merch. Like I'm like we're good. I could get around. I could get a few rounds. Like I'm, you know. And then she and then she was like, "No, we pay for our own drinks." Like she said that shit. Like she was a, a, a fucking like a fucking guinea. Like she was like, "Hey, we pay for our own drinks around here." That's how much fucking Sopranos I watch. She said that like some Italian shit. It was beautiful. Cause you know I love Italian American culture. Um, <laughs> she's she's like, she's like, no, we're we're like we have our own shit. We pay for our own shit, and that was just so fucking refreshing. And it's it's like I see why men, because you know, there's something, and this is the thing with like women, y'all y'all losing me because y'all have normalized sex work so much. You guys have normalized sex work so much to the point, but it's the, and here's my problem. Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Let me land my plane. Let me land the plane on this though. It was just so refreshing to hear because I've been seeing less and less of that with American women, and I'm just in Canada, and it's like I understand why you got these niggas. It's like going to Brazil and you know going to fucking Dominican Republic and going to Thailand and going to all these places just because they're like, I cannot take this bullshit from American women. And there was a time where I thought, and not just I thought, like I think this was the case, where it's like, you niggas don't want to know how to do... I mean, Patrice Patrice O'Neill said this to, to an effect, where it's like, I didn't want to have to keep... Patrice said, I did not want to have to keep going to Brazil and risk dying in a plane crash 
or getting killed by somebody with a machete or getting HIV in order to get pussy. Like what I was able to do in Brazil, I wanted to be able to do in the States and I had to develop a game and a philosophy and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I think, and look, like Patrice O'Neill's DNA is all through me. So it's like, you don't, the Lyle Barron's, you know, that you get today and you don't get that without Patrice. Like the same way Kobe in the last dance was like who I am. You don't get that without Mike. Like you don't get the, so I'm not, you know, but I think what Patrice said was bullshit. Like, cause he was like other men, you should do this. I, it works for some other men, but Patrice, even though he was like overweight or whatever, he was still six foot three. He's still highly intelligent. He's still, he's still a nigga that went to college He's, he played football in college. He was like, and not like at an HBCU where it's just like, all right, nigga, you on the team. Like he, he's, he had to like, really, by the way, any HBCU football players that heard that, it's a fucking joke. Relax. Anyways, but, um, nah, man, but like, he's still like really charismatic and like a all time, uh, artist within his genre. And a very innovative artist within his genre, might I add. So it's like, it's like, of course, well, nigga, you're, you're you. Of course that works for you. But it's like for the regular guy. So, I mean, that that's the, my, that's like just my one gripe with Patrice when he's just like, any men, you, you could do it. And it's like, no, nigga, like you're fucking, you're special. Like you're not, you different, you know? Anyways, um, not to say that men should not try some of Patrice's philosophies, but it's also like I wonder how some of that shit would play now. Like that's the thing. Like I, I wouldn't want to be like, oh, bring Patrice back to life. I'd be like, I would have liked to assume Patrice changed with the times and see how that would have gone because he was kind of getting like a little. I don't want to say softer, but I just want to say I think he was starting to adapt. If you look at some of like interviews and certain things. So anyways, um, but a lot of guys would like go to like you know, these fucking third world countries and deal with this shit. And I would always be like, there was something that was always like very low vibrational about it to me. It's like, okay, so you travel like to these fucking places. So you get pussy and like, and then some of these guys that I know, I'd see them talk to like women here and it'd be like, yeah, nigga, I don't think they're the problem. (laughs) I think you are like, you don't know how to talk to people. And like, you don't, you you be talking to bitches like he'll buy them or kill them. Like there's a certain, I mean, cause there's a certain level of misogyny that I'm just like, I'm not, cause like I said, I don't like women, but I don't hate women and I love women, but I don't like them to make that distinction clear. But they talking like they hate women. Like, ew, cause women don't like men and that's okay. But I like women that love men. That's what I like. I like and it's less women if it feel like they love men. Like it's more and more women where it's just like you probably hate your father. Cuz women talk about this all the time how it's like you could tell a lot about a man by the way he treats his mother. You could tell a lot about a man by his relationship with his mother. So they they like to bring our mamas into shit cuz they fucking petty. But there could be some truth to that. So all I'm saying is What I'm saying is, I'm understanding why you niggas go to third world countries to get pussy. 
And we're like, well, if I'm going to pay for it, let me really, or if it's going to be, you know, like an exchange, let me really fucking, then fine. Let me really exchange. That's what I'm saying. And that's not something that I'm concerned. Like, I'm just going to fucking, I'm not a fucking, like, you get like these very low vibrational Uber drivers that are like, yeah, you know, it's crazy in America. You know, we're going to have to... Uh, don't make fucking small talk with me. Just drive and shut up. But when they're like... You know, when somebody's like, oh, we're going to have to move to Canada. I'm not moving to fucking Canada. I'm not... Why well, I would maybe live in Toronto. I've never been to Toronto, but I'm kind of like, I would maybe live there. The food in Vancouver is just, like, bad. But, um... No, I... I I'm a... I'm a soldier, man. I stick it out. Like, this is my land. I'm from California... From America, I ain't, I ain't giving up shit. But what I'm saying though is, it's like so much of this shit is just becoming very low vibrational, and it's just I can't. It's just not meeting my standard, and it's like I can't accept it. This is just how things are, and this is where people are going. I actually read, I saw some study that said uh, there's a decrease in close friends and inner circle friends, and a lot of people are like losing friends. Hmm. I think a lot of people are like having main character syndrome. Made that, but that's something to unpack for another episode. Anyways, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know where the fuck we going with this. And I'm like, is this just something I need to accept? And this is just where we at? Cause, but I'm not gonna be tricking for no bitch. Now, I'll spoil a chick. But she's also got to spoil me back. It's got to we spoil. It's reciprocal, and it's like, and this is like, and and I'll I'll leave you guys on this. My issue with all this kind of implied sex work, where it's like, well, you gotta be worth my time. We gotta, and you got so many just regular chicks dropping their cash out. You got so many women selling pussy on the low. It's it's fucking. It's well, if you're gonna, you might as well get paid it. Well, if you. I mean, you want to fuck up anyways, right? Might as well get some money out of it. Like, I'm sure, like, these girls, like, these these bitches are giving each other awful advice, I'm sure. Let me not say I'm sure. I know. But it's like... Ah, good Sangiovese I'm drinking. My thing is, like, okay. If you're going to be dropping cash... Cause cash app is such, like, a, a whole app... If you're going to be dropping cash apps and Venmos and hit my PayPal and all this other stuff, right, and I don't go to Cheesecake and I do this, just sell pussy. Or just make your prices, like, why why be so implied about it? Because this isn't what gentlemen, I mean, because if you're like, well, this is what a gentleman does, it's like, well, what you doing ain't what a lady does. Because it, it's like this. If bitches want to go back to like the fucking 1950s, which I don't know how we going to do in this economy and the way things are, but if bitches want to go back to the 1950s where it's like, okay, you still work and you still have the right to vote and you ain't going to just shut up and take it and we can't just fucking yell at you and you fucking take it, whatever. Fine. I don't want to go back to the 1950s in any kind of way. Even if I stay in the benefit off it, I don't want to go back to the 1950s. I don't like that relationship. But what I'm saying is, 
if you're going to be on all that, like, I'm going to take all this shit from a nigga thing, I'm going to take all this shit from a man thing, like, cool, then give the pussy, don't give a lot of lip, don't, you know, make it easy, like, make it easy if you're going to do that, or just make it clear, like, yo, I'm, I am for sale, but if you're going to be like, I'm for sale to people that I like, that's disgusting, like, to me, there's nothing disgusting with being for sale, I think there's nothing wrong with various forms of sex work. I think there's nothing wrong with being a prostitute, a hooker. I think there's nothing wrong with being a high-end escort. There's nothing wrong with being a stripper. There's nothing wrong with having OnlyFans. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think there is something very, very dirty about being like, well, I'm going to suck motherfuckers dry. But I need to be, I need to like them and I need to be attracted to them. And then I'll suck them. I don't even know how bitches think. I I can't even think like a hoe. I don't even know how to think like a fucking blood sucking bitch. But anyways. This just sucks because it's like, I think it's just, but then like too many niggas are just made it the norm. So it's like the one bitch born in 97 that was like. You know, watching movies with a nigga through a laptop and sending him feet pics and getting bread. And then you got these other bitches with like the bitch I was dealing with. She was probably just used to like, I don't think she ever heard anybody be like, yeah, you don't take accountability. You don't respect things. And these are the things that you do. And you're a headache. I'm out. I think she's used to people just giving her rides. She's used to people doing all these. And I'm sure she probably like sucks some of them off and whatever. But and she probably makes some of them upset. Who fuck knows? But Bitches just gotta make up their mind. Alright, that's it. This has been the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I've been your very drained and world-weary host, Lyle Parents. Thank you for listening to the fucking show. Truly appreciate it, man. Truly appreciate it. Y'all enjoyed the show. Please give it five stars. Um... Share it on social media. Tag me. You know, that's always appreciated. It's always It always looks good for us, you know, while we're out here. So people don't keep asking us if we still fucking doing comedy, if, we, if we're if we still in uh, the entertainment sex work business. <laughs> Love y'all, man. Peace out. Have a good one.